This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and today I'm excited to have in studio author Kyle Winkler. Kyle, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much, Taylor, for having me on here. It's really an honor to be with you today. Thank you so much for, for coming into the studio. I always like it when we have a guest in studio, and like I can see the person's face. It's well, not I'll, over the phone I'll line. I'll take any excuse to come to Orlando, Florida. So exactly. It's, it's not a problem with me. Have me whenever. <laughs> <laughs> Sunny. It's warm this time of year. What's not to like about exactly. that? Exactly. So. Uh, so you've got a new book that just came out it's called Activating the Power of God's Word, right? That's right. Yes, it just came out. All right. So I know that you have a, a really exciting personal testimony. So can you talk a little bit about your testimony and maybe how that influenced you to want to write this book? Sure. Well, as I always tell people, I'm not trying to feed anybody something that I haven't had to eat myself. Okay. <laughs> so the the message of Activating the Power of God's Word comes out of my own story, which starts all the way back to childhood days. I always ask people if they've ever heard of a preschool dropout. Have you ever heard of a preschool <laughs> dropout, Taylor? I, I have not heard of well, that. That's a that's, that's are, quite an accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You are speaking to one right here. And it wasn't just because I couldn't color, but the issue was I dropped out of my first year of preschool because I was just so shy. Mm. I was so timid, so insecure with myself. And then it didn't get any better by kindergarten. And they thought that I had a reading problem because when they'd call on me to read aloud, I would just freeze up out of insecurity and shyness. And I say all that to set the stage for how that hindered me, especially in social and relational ways as I grew up. So I became the outcast, the loner, the reject, because who wants to be friends with anybody that doesn't talk? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to be friends, and I didn't excel athletically and was chosen last for all the teams. So, And I know so many people listening here have been through something similar or maybe something worse. But what happened with me and what happens with so many of us is when you go through something so much and you feel something so much, and in my case I felt rejected so often, eventually you start to take that on as an identity. And you, you go from I feel this way to this is who I am. And as I talk about in the book, Activating the Power of God's Word, anytime you accept an I am that is separate from who God says that you are, for example, you say, I am this symptom, I am this emotion, I am this, I'm abused, I'm rejected, I'm a victim, all of these things, then the devil uses that to chip away in who God says that you are and ultimately to interject defeat in your life because you often only rise to the level of who you believe that you are. And that was my case. I walked around even after I was saved with these rejection lenses from all these childhood issues thinking that I was going to be rejected because that's what always happened to me. And guess what? When you have that expectation, it kind of self-perpetuates. Mm-hmm. And so, so much of the book starts out with that story. But obviously, I'm a very different person today. Yeah, I'm not afraid of the things I was once afraid of. Instead of being afraid to be around people, I try to take opportunities to be in front of as many people as I can as a speaker and an author. So God's word works in my life. And throughout the book, I I teach about the power of God's spoken word and how it changed me. Well, that's a really cool story. And it's one that I can relate to as well, because I also grew up um, with a lot of deep-seated rejection issues and insecurity and that sort of thing. Um, and, and I can also attest to God moving through that and, and, and pulling me out of that. I'm really curious. Um, you talk a lot in the book about how there's power in speaking God's word. So how, I guess it's, it's kind of a twofold question here on it. So, So feel free to attack it however you want to. Um, I guess I'm simultaneously trying to think through. So what makes speaking God's word 
distinct and different and more powerful than, say, just knowing God's mm, word or, or reading it, say. Um, and then mixed with that is how did that help you then defeat the insecurities in your okay. life? Okay. So over time, and this wasn't something that happened immediately after I was saved, but thankfully I was around some good teaching about how to apply God's word in your life. And eventually I got to a point where I'm asking the Lord, okay, why am I not feeling the victory that you talk about in your word? And then I started to apply this teaching that I'd heard before about the power of running God's word through your mind and through your mouth. And I started understanding why it was powerful because I'd look at the Bible and all the way back to the Old Testament, you see God instructing his people to think on his word and speak his word. So for example, with Joshua and Joshua 1 8 he says when you meditate or God says when you meditate on his law which is his word back then day and night then you will make your way prosperous and you shall be successful so I saw okay the key to prosperity and success which don't we all want that is meditating on God's law day and night all right then I see Psalm 1 talks about those who meditate on God's word again day and night they shall be like rivers planted by streams that will produce much fruit and I realized the word meditate see a lot of us in life today we think of meditate as almost this new age practice where you kind of contemplate your navel and hum the whole time <laughs> and that's that's meditating you got your own <laughs> that, that's yeah. right but it is completely different in biblical days mm. and this opened this practice up for me Meditation in Jewish history is a process of emotionally thinking and speaking. Mm -hmm. It's this constant process, thinking and speaking, running God's word through your mind and through your mouth until you start to believe what you're thinking and speaking. And then I read Jesus's temptation in the wilderness. He didn't think the devil away in Matthew <laughs> 4. The devil doesn't, isn't all-knowing. He doesn't know your thoughts. He spoke the devil away using the spoken word of God. Uh, Paul in Hebrews talks about the word of God is active and alive. Well, how is it active and alive? Well, it's a sword, he says in Ephesians, and the sword of the spirit is the word of God, and that word is rhema, word of God, which is a spoken word of God. And then Paul says faith comes by hearing and hearing from the word of God. And then I saw that science, science, which is slowly catching up to God's word, <laughs> it even says now today they're telling us that people believe more of what they hear themselves say than what they hear themselves think. Mm. So speaking God's word, after all of that, and there's so much more I talk about in the book, in this chapter called uh, The Biblical Principle of Speaking God's Word, uh, for healing and all kinds of things. But what I see is that it, it impacts every single area of life, and when you speak God's word, it, it impacts all your senses. It uses all your senses. So when you read it, you then think it and you internalize it, then you speak it, then you hear it, then you internalize it again, you think upon it, and then it just, it's this faith-building cycle that eventually starts to trickle down and transform your life. And that's what happened for me. I saw it happen in other people's lives, and that's why I wanted to write an exhaustive book, <laughs> Activating the Power of God's Word, about the principle of running God's Word through your mind and especially through your mouth to transform every area of your life. That's really interesting. I love the idea of just like creating almost the cycle where it's, it's, it's this self-sustaining cycle, like even like the type you see in science of like the water cycle or things like that. That's exactly it's right. And in, in the book, I teach through this popular quote that many people have heard before, but if you haven't, here it goes. It says, watch your thoughts, 
they become your words. What's your words, they become your actions. What's your actions, they become your habits. What's your habits, it becomes your character. What's your character, it becomes your destiny. So you can see how what starts in the mind flows through the mouth, starts to trickle down into every area of your life until it ultimately affects your destiny, who you are and the call of God on your life. Well, as I teach, you start out with a defeated thought, oh, you're just a failure, you're no good. Then soon you start to speak about yourself, I am a failure. And then that trickles down until suddenly you realize you're walking with your head held low, you're isolating yourself from other people, you have no confidence, and now you have just transformed your life negatively into a defeated life. But you start the opposite in that cycle with something from God's word, like Ephesians 2.10, I am God's masterpiece. He created me anew in Christ Jesus long ago for a good purpose that he planned. Then suddenly you start to speak about yourself over time. I am God's masterpiece. See, it changes your I am, which is how you identify with yourself. Like what happened to me, I used to say, I am a reject. And I say, I am God's masterpiece. Let that trickle down into the rest of your life. And suddenly it changes, transforms your destiny in the positive sense and that you live a victorious life that's not swayed by your own mistakes or other people's opinions or the circumstances of your life. And that's the life that Jesus died for you to have. So let's say people want to get started on that life. Okay. Then. Maybe they haven't been doing that yet so far, okay. and maybe they don't know a ton of scripture verses yet at, at this point. Maybe, maybe they're still young in their faith or just haven't taken the time to learn it. What are a few verses that have been really powerful for you that they could start speaking over their life? Okay, uh, there's, there's one that's Galatians 3.26, and it talks about being adopted into the family of God. Mm. So a great, so many people these days feel like they're accidents, they're unwanted, they're an oops or whatever. And you need to start to s- personalize that. See, that's, that's the practice of activating the power of God's word. It's, it's personally God's, mm. personalizing God's word. I like to say that you have to identify with God's word for it to change your identity. Identify to change your identity. So just speak about it and say, I'm a child of God. Or how about the verse that says, nothing can separate us from the love of God. No person, no past, no devil can separate me from the love of God. I am loved unconditionally. Or one of my favorites from 2 Corinthians 5.21, which says, He who knew no sin took on my sins, that in Christ I would be declared righteous. Well, you just need to speak about yourself that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. There's 2 Corinthians 5.17. Anyone in Christ is a new creature. Old things have passed away. All things have become brand new. Start to say about yourself. Whenever you're struggling with something or something tries to remind itself to you that you did in your life, say, no, no, old things have passed away. All things have been made new. I am new in Christ Jesus. And the Bible is filled with thousands of personal promises directed right at you, right at your situations, that you can personalize and start to speak over yourself, over your situations, Use it like a preventative medicine, not just an emergency dose when you're going through something, but when you feel good, when you wake up in the morning, when you go to sleep at night, when you're eating lunch, as often as you can, start to run these truths about who you are and what you have in Christ through your mind and your mouth, and it will begin to transform your life in a positive sense. Now, it talks a lot about how speaking God's word, activating the power of God's word can really transform your life. But how does, when this begins to transform your life, how does that also transform your community? In an incredible way, because when you get healed and you get transformed, then you have a godly confidence to get beyond your own nose. See, so many of us, we're just trying to fix ourselves. 
And so we're always inward focused. But when you get fixed by the power of God's word, then you're healed enough to start looking up from yourself and start looking into the communities, looking at your neighbors. And you have, a, like I said, a godly self-confidence and a security of who you are in Christ. So you can talk to other people. You can help other people. You can get involved in things without being afraid that somebody's going to reject you anymore. Fantastic. So if people want to if people want to start checking out the book, finding more of the exhaustive wisdom in it, <laughs> as, as, as you phrased earlier, uh, where can they find it? They can find it on Amazon. You can get it in ebook or, of course, in print. And I want to stress that in this book, I, I take the first four chapters and I talk exhaustively about the principle of speaking God's word. And I end with a chapter called You Are What You Speak. But then I do 16 strategic declarations. So the things that I talked about, I am complete. I am a child of God. I am loved unconditionally. Ones like that, I give 16 of those and I teach through them so that when you read each chapter, you really have confidence in what God's word says about who you are and what you have. So by the end of that chapter, you're declaring something about yourself and you're not just mouthing words, but you actually believe what you're Mm -hmm. saying. And that's where it starts to transform your life. Fantastic. And if people want to see what you're personally up to, are you on social media? I'm on social media, of course. Facebook.com <laughs> slash Kyle Winkler Ministries, Twitter.com slash Kyle Winkler, Instagram, Kyle J. Winkler, you name it. Google <laughs> me, I'm there. <laughs> Great. Uh, so one of the things we like to do on Charisma Connection, thank you so much for coming on the oh, show. Oh, thank you. I had a blast. Yeah, it's, it's, been, a, it's been wonderful talking with you and, and really just hearing about this super important topic for the body of Christ. Uh, one thing we like to do on the show is we ask our, our guests to close us out in prayer. Would you mind doing that? Oh, absolutely. Father, I just thank you so much for the power of your word. I thank you that it's a sustaining power. It's a creative power. It's a miracle working power, God. It's a refreshing power. And I just speak to people that are listening today, and I want to tell them that they are not their past. They are not what somebody else said about them. They are not their struggles. God's word is their reality. And hear this today, whoever's listening. God's word is more real than what you feel. So I just declare right now in Jesus' name that you are made new, that you are made right, that you are loved unconditionally regardless of how you feel and what somebody else said about you, that God says you are his masterpiece. So, Father, right now, I just pray that your Holy Spirit would take the truths that are in your word and that you would begin to bring them to the remembrance of people, that they would start to just speak those things out over themselves, that they'd run it through their mind and their mouth. And, Father, if there's somebody that's not as familiar with your word, that you would lead them by the power of your Holy Spirit directly to the truths that they need to confront whatever issues they have in their life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. You've been listening to Kyle Winkler on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for joining us. Are you ready for the next step in your career? Let Grace College Online bring the classroom to you. Discover flexible, convenient degree programs in business, education, ministry, and more, all grounded in biblical values. Grace College, located in Winona Lake, Indiana, is an evangelical Christian community of higher education, offering graduate and bachelor's degrees designed for you and your busy schedule. Finish in as little as 16 months in an affordable program that includes books in the cost of admission. Get started today at online.grace.edu. That's online.grace.edu or call 1-800-823-8533. 
This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.